Have you been enjoying the adventures of our characters in Rumble Squad and Serviceable Plots? Or getting into the nitty-gritty rules for 5th edition? Support us on Patreon. By contributing as little as $1 a month, you'll get to hear exclusive content and updates before anyone else. Our higher-level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and even a chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. Yes, you can hear our silly, out-of-character shenanigans, and even cause some of your own by influencing the story. Our producer-tier patrons listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to our producer-tier patrons, Matt Fry and Johnny Torres, for serving as producers on this episode. We also want to thank our adventure-tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Feral Joe, Mosiru, Grimfuse, Jeremy Kleinhans, and a Linux fan. To join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. By joining our patrons, you enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. And if you're not able to support DND Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Next week will be Serviceable Plots, Episode 29. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, Episode 28, Afraid You'll Be Murdered. Hey, this is Tony. I'm the Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the Half-Elf Awakened Mystic. Hi, I'm Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Khonshu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'll be playing Scrib Whitecliffe, the Human Mastermind Rogue. Hi, I'm Giuseppe, and I'll be playing Valen Blackwater, an Azimar Monk Paladin. Last time, after finishing the meeting with the royal cleric, the party set about meeting up with a few other people around the city. Scriv played a game of cataclysm against Canathar, while Akiva met up with Nermoa in order to figure out a way to contact his friend from back home. Afterwards, the party went to the low hills where Scriv got to reunite with his old friend Orlay and learned that she was continuing to pursue her art, though Belinda discovered that she was clearly being overpaid for her work. The party then began to make preparations for Valen's ceremony to become a paladin of Eshenai. You guys have several hours before dusk. Overall, what are you looking to do? Write up those final letters that we need to send out. Are you sending yours? Well, Belinda said that I could send my letters along with her. Yeah. Okay, so you're giving them to, to her to send. Yeah. Then I will go to Salvador and provide an update. Okay. Then eventually, the sun begins to set. You guys all make your way to the Rose and Gold Temple. Valen, you are in simple robes for the ceremony. You all enter. Orle does eventually find you, Scriv, and sits right next to you as you're all uh, waiting in, in the temple for the ceremony to begin. Does everyone we invited show up? Nermora sits beside you, Akiva, and there is some commotion like right before the ceremony is going to begin that you notice to the back of several people kind of just filing in by the back of the room and you do see darvin standing there and just nods towards the rest of you did Zolus come he breaks away from that group and goes to you guys okay yes. as the sun is hitting from the western windows it begins to set the light in the room begins to slowly fade there are candles that are lit along Every so often, and you see acolytes are standing by the candles. As Valen is in the center of the room, where everyone can see him, 
You notice on the altar a set of chains and a shield. You notice Armand in a much more elegant garb than he normally wears. Uh, the symbol of the sun upon it. I know he hates it. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, he does not like dressing up this nicely. It's rather heavy garb. As you are standing there, he kind of gestures for you to kneel by the altar and has a bit of oil and ointment and puts some on your hands and some on your brow as the sun is setting. He lifts the shield and places it on the ground before you, grabs the chains, and asks for you to hold your arms out. I do so. As you do, he starts to wrap the chains around your arms and wrap the chains across the shield, binding it in such a way that if you put your arms up, the shield kind of covers your chest. As this is taking place, the sun is setting lower and lower. The lights are going down. You notice the acolytes start to snuff out each of the candles, so only the barest hint of sunlight is still in the room. Eventually, the room becomes dark. No light to be seen. And you hear Armand call out from the center of the room. As Zeshenai calls to you from the depths of her prison, what shall you do? Move forward. When peace exists, yet you sense evil's presence over the next hill, how will you stand? Stand ready. When faced with depravity and the virtueless, where will you stand? Above them. When others face the threat for the cause of right and good, where will you stand? Beside them. When others fall or cannot face the crushing weight placed upon them, how will you stand? I'll stand for them. When faced with a foe who comes at you, what will you do first? I'll use discourse. When the foe refuses to yield and all discourse is lost, what comes last? Last comes violence. And when the laws of the land come in your way, as the abyss pushes into this world, what will you do? Always I will remember the stakes. And as you face this great threat, as others before you have, while many have become corrupted by the fight, what will you not do? Never will I suffer the void. Now arise, Valen Blackwater, Warden Aurelian of the Dedicants of Eshenai. Be the calm in the chaos and the light in the darkness. I will stand. I assume still bound to the shield because that's appropriate. And uh, as I'm standing up, I will cast light on it. From the center of the room, the only light to be seen comes from the shield in Valen's arms as he fills the room with this light. And Valen, the light hits you and the room falls away. The temple fades away from your vision as images flash before you. Chains binding slender arms. You see a familiar figure, Galand, who seems to be walking towards the setting sun, and a voice, one which you have not heard in over a year, weakly call out to you, Valen, follow, alone. Tara? My chosen, together, please, hurry. There's a brief bit of a flash of the familiar face of Intara, but looking bloodied as it fades from your view. There's going to be some wild spinning around and calling Intara's name a few times. At this point, I would have uh, been on my feet clapping. We don't know what's happening, so we're like assuming this is an applause moment after the light happens. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The acolytes are going around and starting to relight all of the, the candles as the ceremony is ending. I'm going to get a 
get a handle on myself real quick. Armand is now going to approach and start to unbind the chains from you. Thanks. We need to talk after this. Of course, Valen. Please, we'll nod to everyone. and Thank you all. This is usually a trying time for many paladins, so Valen will be stepping out momentarily. But thank you all for coming and seeing the birth of a new paladin of the goddess Eshenai. Armand seems to be gesturing Valen off. Before I follow Armand out, I'm going to signal to them frantically with the coming motions like, Okay, we're coming. I'll quickly say farewell to Zolus and Darvin. All right. Apparently we're being uh, summoned. I'm sure it's nothing too concerning. Let us know if you need anything. Orlay's like, should I wait here for the dinner? Yeah, I nod. All right, I'll wait outside. I don't know how long it'll be. It's okay, I'll be around. You could go to the much crowded little wool. We could meet you there if you'd like to chat with Henrietta about that art opportunity. How about that? Does that sound good? That sounds good. Thanks for inviting me. That was really fascinating. She's going to hop up, give you a quick little hug, Scriv, and then scurry out. I'm going to say to Akiva, I I thought you were relentlessly positive. She gives me a run for my money. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'll say say, thank you for coming. Namoa, yeah. Of course, Akiva. We follow Valen after our awkward conversations. You follow down a small hallway that leads off into a little side room that you see lots of just simple bedchambers. Armand kind of escorts you there and like escorts you to the, the cot that you've been sleeping on for the past few days. The party following shortly behind. Do it all at once. I will give them a very accurate counting of what you just told everyone. Probably some, some crying. So this is good news. Yeah, she's alive. Yeah, yeah. And able to reach out. That's a positive. But wounded. And if I gathered her message correctly, I'm to go find Cantor Galan, whom I haven't heard from in months, in the middle of nowhere. So that's a thing. And it seemed a little urgent. So you have to go. Yeah. You know I would go with you if it seemed the right thing to do, but she gave you a mission. And it seems you're meant to go alone. I support you, obviously. And it's great news. She's alive. And you know what you have to do next. And I suppose we've found ourselves in company that I can trust that you'll be safe among. I'll be okay. I think we are on a path to do something important and to help out with something that will really affect a lot of people and also maybe get Akiva some answers as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want him to miss that opportunity. I have to have faith that this all dovetails at some point. There's no chance that the path we're all on doesn't lead to the same place. Yeah, I don't believe in coincidences. Because I know you're going to be stressing over it. I will reiterate, you have to focus on the positive. She's alive. She's probably fighting. And you know, your Deva's going to give anybody a run for their money. Yes, yes. This is great news. And let's be real about my goddess. We are, we're fighters, all of us. And to hear that Intara's fighting, that just means that she's doing what she was made to do. It's a lot. I spent a year not knowing what's going on and the prospect of some answers is just a lot. That's all anyone can want is just some some hope that there are answers at the end. I didn't have a lot of context clues on exactly where I'm going to be going, but I'll be setting out soon. I have people that I can reach out to, and neither of us exactly travels without leaving stories about where we've been. I'll be able to track them down. Is there anything we could do to help set you on the right course? While you're here in town, if you can put feelers out, just get a message to me. I mean, everywhere I go, I will 
I say who I am. I can be found. I'll be stopping at, at settlements along the way. You're hard to miss. Yeah, but otherwise, just take care of yourselves and keep an eye on Akiva. I wouldn't be too worried about Akiva. And uh, we're going to keep working on what we're doing and get answers on what the bigger picture is. Because I, I think you're right that that's, that's where it all leads. There's something. And if you find yourself in over your head at any time and you need us, you know I'll come charging. Grab Akiva by the shoulder. Give him the old man grip. Do you need some funds? I know you were sort of holding money for Akiva. We have plenty. And it looks like we have the promise of more from our newfound high-powered cleric from a noble family. There is one thing I want to make sure that he takes with him. Akiva, do you still have that greater healing potion that we won from the 2v2? Yep. I just hand that to uh, Valen. Thank you. I really hope I don't need it. Yeah. So, I'm going to collect myself and change, and then we go to dinner. We still have things to celebrate. Yeah, feel free. I know you need to change. If you need some time to collect yourself, we can meet you. Sorry, I don't know what restaurant we're going to. I don't know that we've decided. What about this? What if we go get supplies, and as like a send-off, we have one last mailing cooked meal? Armand raises his hand. I can cook. Me and Armand will cook. We have a full kitchen. Okay. So how about this? You can collect yourself. We will go get supplies, pick up or lay, I guess. Or do you want to tell her another time? I don't know. I'll tell her another time. This seems... No, no. Bring or lay. She's a nice girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. We bring back the supplies. Yep. Armand spends some time with Valen to cook something up. Valen, you add your own spices from your handy spice pouch. Got my little spice pouch. Could we have bought meat from Belinda's dad? Yeah, okay, fine. What would he recommend, Tony? We're looking for something that'll be quick to cook. Lamb would probably be the best bet. Okay, we will buy some lamb. And I will say a friendly hello to my father. Hello, thank you for the lamb. We're going now. Oh, oh, okay, bye! <laughs> so, Scriv, you went to stop by to pick up Orlais really quickly? I also invite Henrietta if she wants to come along. Uh, Henrietta will go, thank, thank you, but um, I have some reading I wanted to do tonight. But thank you. Okay. Just thought I'd offer. Thank you, Scriff. Did you and Orlay come to some sort of arrangement, or...? Orlay wants to paint the front, but I, I think it's fine the way it is. It's like, but it would look really great. I would think if you just had a little bit of a splash of green here, and maybe some silver across, and, like, make it, like, scaly, and then that would actually cause, like, some pop in the color for... It's like, I'm fine. I get that she's not interested. I say, okay, let's just go to dinner anyway. As they're walking out, I'm going to say, hey, Renata, I'm sorry. We shouldn't be in town too, too much longer. I like you, Belinda. Thank you. Have a great night, and, and we'll leave. And she goes back to her book. <laughs> so you guys enjoy the meal. You spent time with Armand and Orlay. And Armand, as he kind of gets up to retire, just like gives your shoulder a, a squeeze, Valen, and just says, uh, please let me know if you need anything from me. I'll make sure that we circle up before I head out. And thank you again. Of course. Good night, all of you. Good night. Orlay, are you okay to walk back? Oh, yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, it was really good to see you, Scriv. And if you get a chance anytime soon, I would love to, to just, you know, sit, chat, and catch up just the two of us. Yeah, sure. Give her a hug and say, I'll see if I can say goodbye before we leave town. Please do. That'd be great. Bye. Bye. Are you doing okay? You mentioned that there are nightmares, and now you're not having to worry about the nightmares, Belinda. Oh, from the amulet? Yeah. It's been a stressful time, I have to say, and apparently there is no end in sight. This is life now. It's just one thing after another. It's a grand adventure. 
yeah, you know, I definitely from my early days was like, I crave adventure, not at all safety, security, and stability. No, you strike me as someone that wants to be out there rough and tumble. Yes, getting my hands dirty. Definitely um, really high up there on my list. Not at all just living a life of research and... Relative comfort and... And good choices, yeah. But no, that's okay. We deal with the hand we're dealt, right? Yeah, that sums it up. And as much as it sounds like it's stressful news from your Deva, I'm glad you, you got to hear from her. No, I'm in a pretty good mood. Overall, I mean, there's always going to be a little worry, but frankly, it's great. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to the, all the detective work, <laughs> trying to trying to track my old buddy down. I'll put a hand on Bill's shoulder. You know, if I was coming with you, I still couldn't help. You know, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. No, I mean, you, you kept the faith and uh, it should all pay off. This is good. So, the, the Bavik Thule... Uh, consideration. I, I guess we'll keep following up on that here, and I, I don't know if he's going to follow you, Valen. Honestly, I think I disappointed him, which I don't know how to feel about. I mean, I'm definitely not the man I was at my prime, so that hurts to be reminded of, but it definitely struck me as one of those types that he left me alive to stew in the fact that I apparently wasn't worth even dealing with. So hopefully, the next fight will happen on my terms as I come to settle that score. Frankly, I'm not sure how much I can do other than run if he comes for me anyway. I understand that. The other issue was the press gang. I know you had some personal ties, Valen, to someone who's involved. So I don't know if you want us to just keep you informed of what we, we learn and... If anything comes of it, and I'm not around to help take the gangers out, I absolutely go do that. I, I'm not personally needing to be there to put the man in the ground. I, I'd like that, but you know, we don't have the information we need right now, and the chips will fall where they do. Yeah, and I know Scriv, it's something you, you've been concerned about as well and we're kind of waiting for further information on. Yeah, I mean, as much as I know that we can depend on your mom, it does seem like something we should worry about. Yeah, but there also may be other more pressing matters to attend to first. Yeah, we have some immediate concerns. We have promises we've made, but I don't think that means we should push it aside. We'll just keep it in in perspective. Yeah. On a different note, I went and met with Nirmala today. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, Valen, you hadn't met her. What was your take? There's a lot there. What's going on? I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to imply there's something crazy happening. She's a lot. She's very helpful. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, basically the way, the reason I went to see her was, as you know, I got that vision from my friend from the Shadowfell. I was going to ask if you were doing okay with that, too. I'm, I'm not sure if it's real or not. It could just be some stress-induced nightmare or something. If this person can help, I'm glad you're getting help. Yeah, she had some really good ideas. One possibility is if I can get 200 gold... She can get together a sending scroll, and I can use that to try to get a message to, to Lori, to see if everything is in fact okay. Two hundred gold. All right. Magic's expensive. The other option, which uh, I I don't know, because it, it might be out of our way, is she did mention that the because uh, the portal I went through, they didn't just create it; it was there. So she said there's a distinct possibility that that portal can open again sometimes. It's also a last resort. I would prefer not to have to go back 
to see if everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd hate to lose you to that, which means I'd have to follow you in. And, you know, then I'm in the Shadowfell. <laughs> it wasn't on my bucket list. Uh, it shouldn't be on anybody's bucket list. Yeah, let's pursue getting that sending spell together, because that seems like it could get you the answers. I mean, we do have 200 gold. It's a lot of money. Maybe we could obtain the materials cheaper? Yeah, it was basically 200 gold worth of magic ink and then some parchment. All right, we'll add it to our to-do list. Yeah, it's not pressing. Well, it's important to you. And like I said, I'm not sure if it's real or not. I I do want to get out of the city. Actually, that brings up a second thing I want to discuss. Belinda. Yes? No idea if this will work. Obviously, I'll ask him so he doesn't try to, like, shatter your mind or anything. What? Would you like to try and have a live conversation with me and Umbra? To what end? I don't know. You just need help. Yes. You know this is just a really weird situation. I'll have to think about how that would work. I'm trying not to expose too much of what I can do because I think he's absorbing all of that. Doesn't that mean that he already knows because Akiva knows? No, I mean, I have lots of things I can do Akiva hasn't seen yet. No offense. Trust me, I, I at this point I can sort of not trust my own memories, so... What do we have left we need to figure out, I guess, before... Valen, I suppose you're leaving early tomorrow morning? Yeah, I would have gone off immediately, but let's be real, I needed supplies and rest. <laughs> I shouldn't go off unprepared. Well, I don't know what else is there to say. To health. To safe travels. Yes, we will all do a toast. I will pour four glasses of water. We will do this Belinda's way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, so the next morning, you guys all awaken. You know that you need to make preparations before you leave. So what are you looking for? For Belinda, some studded leather armor so I don't insta-die. Some magic ink for Akiva so he can do that sending spell so he can phone home. A disguise kit for Scriv so he can be less Scriv-like in general. And some arrows. And then rations because we realize we actually do have to eat food. And we can't always go to the nice restaurants when we are traveling. Let's plan on buying maybe like 10 rations then or 10 or 12 rations just so we're covered. Each or together? All, all together, I was thinking. So we each have enough for a few days, at least. Uh, and we'll let the, the super persuasive guy do the um, the haggling. Oh, but we need to give Akiva a lesson on haggling, right? Does Akiva know how to haggle? There's a reason Valen kept most of our money. It's 45 gold for studded leather. You have the 200 gold for the magic ink. 25 for the disguise kit. Five silver per rations. So that brings it up to five gold for 10. And the arrows are one gold for 20 arrows. 276. We'd like to reduce this. So can we say as we're walking to the shopping district that we have a chat with Akiva? Okay. So Akiva, you are pretty persuasive sort. How would you feel about helping us get, you know, reasonable prices for the things we're shopping for? Sure. Reasonable for us. The person is going to want more money than we want them to get. Yeah, it's it's like a game though. They ask for a higher price than what they actually expect you to pay. Are you talking about the thing that Valen does where he talks to somebody for a while and they lower the price? Yes. yes. See, I always let him handle that since I'm not the best with money. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's You learn, right, Scriff? Like, it's a, it's a skill. It's something that you practice. And we'll be here to support you the whole way. Definitely here to help. I just think you might... You seem like you've got a flair for it. People like you. Okay. Are there any terms or phrases in particular that should be used in this situation? You might want to uh, start lower than what we actually want to pay. 
Okay. So, you know, don't give the number that we're looking for. F- five, five gold? Oh, all together for everything. No, 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 not that low. Okay. What do you think, Scrib? Like 30% less than what they're asking? That sounds about right. And then you move up like 5% each. Yeah. Are you good at math, Akiva? Percents. You approach, Scriv. You do the mental math. Akiva, do you remember those hand signals we went over before? Yes. They're going to give a number. I'm going to just flash you higher or lower. Okay. I thought about going telepathically, but I don't want to, like, distract him too much. It seems like this is going to require a lot of focus. But don't worry, Akiva. I'm sure you're going to be great. And don't, we'll start with the small items, you know, like maybe the arrows, and we'll work our way up to that really expensive magic ink. I, I want you to get it, because it seems like this is something you really need. But let's let's wait till you've had some practice, you know, and feel comfortable. And, you know, magic stuff, that's where they really mark it up and expect to get extra cash. Let's get to it. Let's start with those arrows. <laughs> okay. All right, so you know... All together, once all said and done, you are being asked for a total of 276 gold pieces for all of these various items. So you're in the shop, you ask for the different magic ink and paper to go with it, um, and tells you, well, that's 200 gold pieces. Good morning, sir. So we've heard many great things about the shop. Your quality is amazing from the people that have bought stuff from you that we hear, and your prices are, are quite appealing. Is there any way we can drop this down to about 150? Just because we're, we're buying the ink and the paper together. Well, yes, in order to craft the item that you requested, the ink is worth 200 gold. Can I offer also that we might be return customers? I don't know if we've met before directly. Uh, I'm Belinda Walsingham. And I don't know if you have heard from the recent festival games. Uh, we happen to be Akiba Khonshu and Scriv... No, Whitecliff. That is indeed us. Akiva, roll persuasion with advantage. Total of 19. I can lower this 175. For the sake of simplicity, altogether, you would lower the price from 276 of all the items to 220. That's good, but I think we could do better. So, I don't know if you heard recently, but I recently put on a magic show here in town. It's part of my trade. I do uh, part of this show exactly was performances from around the world, but I'm looking to expand into other magical acts. What I could offer is if we could maybe bring this down a little lower, I could endorse this store as the official shop I use to buy my magical items for my performances. So you would have emblazoned somewhere on you the Merry Siren. Go ahead and roll another persuasion check, Akiva. 23. You will be... Announcing this. Of course. I'm a man of my word. Scrib is going to flash just a quick 10, just so that you're not forever advertising this guy's services. Yes, for the ne- next 10 shows. For the next 10 shows. Here in the Vremor Empire, of course. Of course. For the sake of overall check on this roll, it would bring you down to 190 gold for all the items. Thank you so much, sir. Do we have a name for this guy? This is Gregory, owner of the Merry Siren. Thank you, uh, Gregory. So, as you guys are returning from the shop, uh, I know, Akiva, you're heading to give Nimoa the ingredients, the ink that she needs for the sending scroll, which she did tell you would take a couple days to create. Uh, so I assume we're all going, right? Actually, I was going to go see Orlay one last time before we leave town. Figure it'll be a while, and I could just tell her that I sent out a letter to the family. You're going by yourself? Well, yeah. I mean, we went the other day and it seemed perfectly fine. As a group, I know you and Orle go way back, and I don't know much about her beyond having seen her art. 
I didn't bring it up at the time because I didn't want to disrupt what seemed to be a happy meeting, but there were some shadow wolves that were in that uh, establishment, for lack of a better word. Do I know what shadow wolves are? Roll a history check. That is a 20. Yes, you know who the shadow wolves are. They are a continent-wide reaching organization that tends to deal with all sorts of secretive, illegal, usual activities. Lots of thievery, lots of manipulation of things, but never in positions of usually governmental power. They're very underbelly. They don't do coups, they don't do press gangs, and they don't do assassinations, right? They are individualistic. Um, They work as a group because they help each other in the sense of like, oh, you know, we're all part of the same group. We got to help each other. And if we help each other, we all succeed. But they're very much focused on taking care of them and their own. So who are the Shadow Wolves? They started as a local thieves guild in Orenthal, and they've spread. Okay. They're organized crime. Oh, okay. So did you see the symbol? Because I didn't see it. You might have been distracted. I saw it on multiple people, not on Orlay. I'm just saying she's working or living or talking to shadow wolves. I I would be uncomfortable with you going by yourself because even if she trusts them, perhaps she's not fully aware and you could be put in some sort of dangerous situation. I don't think that's the case. Orlay knows more about people than I do and understands them better. So if she's with the shadow wolves, chances are that either she's getting ready to join the shadow wolves or has some sort of agreement. I guess that makes sense, given that she's being paid so much for her art. I'd say I'm a little bit disappointed. About her perhaps joining organized crime for the money? No, that she wasn't getting paid as much for her art as I thought she would. Well, as she's still young, right? Uh, it sounds like she'll probably have more time to develop her talent. You know, pay grows over time. And she's still relatively new to the city. But, um... I don't know her, so therefore I don't trust her. I understand you do, and I worry you would go into this with blinders on. I mean, what are you worried about? She's going to ask me to join the Shadow Wolves, and I'll just go and do that? No, I'm afraid you'll be murdered. (laughs) I don't think she'd let that happen. Is she capable of stopping that from happening? Look, it can't hurt to have a couple people that's just there to watch out for you. As you saw, I did not intervene, even though I saw them last time. I have no interest in disrupting her life or her connections, if that's what she needs to do. We're just there to make sure you don't get murdered. Okay. I'll wait for you guys, but can I just talk with her as opposed to- We're not even gonna be- yeah, we're just gonna be on the side. Akiva, I think he's talking to you. I know you were trying to, um, talk Scrib up, but it it might not have been the talking up he was looking for. No, I just- I miss Orle, and I just wanted to have a moment to- talk with her and catch up and make sure that she's doing okay. I'm sorry. I was just trying to let her know what a what a great warrior you've become. Well, if we're lucky, she won't pay too much attention to the 2v2 and our names being spread out, especially since you're gonna- What's wrong? You're a great warrior! Oh boy. Oh boy. Let's just go and deliver this. It shouldn't take more than a minute. How about this? Akiva, you'd go drop off the magic ink, because you know where to go, and that's perfectly safe. And, uh, Scrib, we can go mail all these letters we have. Okay. Akiva, we'll meet you there after we mail our letters. Okay. So, you guys head to the Nabrasil Network office and are able to easily mail out all the letters you need. 
So, Scriv, you're going back to the office uh, that you had been to talk to before. Oh, you know this place? Yeah, this is the Naversal Network office. They uh, they handle all of my mail. Wait, I thought you had to have, like, a membership to do all that, and they charge ridiculous fees, and- They're very, very effective in what they do. Not so subtly peeking through the window to see if the same salesperson is behind behind the desk today. Same guy. Oh, boy. No, uh, yeah, I have a membership. That's why I said I'd be happy to handle the mail. I know it's very expensive, but, you know, they always get the letters delivered. So, remember how I was trying to find out about the Artificer? Yes? Well, one of the ways that I was trying to do that was trying to get a forwarding address. And I kind of, sort of, lied to the people who work here. Well, it wasn't a lie. It was more like I talked around the fact that I didn't know who this person was. How did it go? They confirmed that the person existed, and that was about it. Well, in one way, I'm really relieved that they have maintained their commitment to confidentiality, because that's part of what I pay for. I just wanted to help, and I figured that you've been going around and asking people for stuff, and I didn't feel like I was doing enough to help. Yeah, no, I I understand. Um, So you're embarrassed, is what I'm I'm gathering. Yes, I am terribly embarrassed. If you would please drop off my letters while I go across the street way over there and go get some snacks, that would be great. Yeah, no problem. Tony, I will go and mail the letters. You come in, confirm your name is part of the, the list, and he sends your letters out. So I think we're good. Okay, so then we will go and retrieve Akiva, who I'm sure is in the midst of sharing even more details of his life story with his new best friend. As you arrive just outside of the school, there is Namoa, and she has the uh, little bag that has the ink and the papers and all that. She's just talking to Akiva and just asking more questions about his time in the Shadowfell, and and she's going to get right on this. On the street? And then these ghouls attacked this one time, so then the city guards had to march out of the whole town to defend it, and then... He's just been talking this whole time. Hi! Hi, guys! Do you remember that appointment we had? Right, I'm sorry. Belinda, hello, it's good to see you again. How are you? Hi, Narmoa. You haven't met uh, Scrivener Whitecliffe, have you? I haven't. She holds a hand out, Scrivener. Uh, It's a pleasure to meet you. I shake my hand and speak in the Orenthal accent. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Sorry, no, uh, it sounds like you and Akiva had a great talk, but we uh, we have an appointment uh, that we have to get Scriv to. Yeah, yeah, I've, I don't want to keep you. I'm, I'm so sorry. I just tend to want to hear all about Akiva and how I can help him out. So I will get this to you. Probably give me about two days and I will get this done. And it'll be no problem. And then I will give you the scroll and you'll be able to try and contact your friend. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to help you out on this. I'm happy to help. I think we'll be back in about three days or so. So we'll plan to see you dead. Perfectly fine. I'll hold on to it until then. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dormawa. I really, really appreciate all the help. She waves. Gives Akiva's arm like a little like reassuring squeeze and then goes back inside. All right. So, Scriv, you know where you're meeting Orlay? Yeah, I think we're just meeting at the same place we were last time. Okay. Well, we will happily sit at another table and keep to ourselves. But if anything comes up, you know, give him the hand signal. (laughs) So, you guys make your way to the Low Hills District. So, it is early afternoon by this point. You head over to the two-story building, the well-worn damaged brick the windows are still very much boarded up you just walking in yep you see it's actually pretty full right now a lot more people than there was last time you guys went earlier in the morning place doesn't go completely quiet like it did last time as you had knocked on the door but you still see the people right by the entrance kind of all stop their conversations to look over at you 
How many weapons are in the room right now? Every single person in the room has a weapon. Mostly daggers. Is she here? Quick look around the room. You do notice her towards the very back by the bar, and she's just talking with this one tiefling woman toward the back. Okay. Tony, can I switch to my psychic inquisition focus so I have advantage on insight checks? Okay. Is Observant the one that lets me read lips? Yes, it is. So Orle is facing you. The tiefling is not. So can I read what Orle is saying while I approach? Roll perception. 21. Is there an empty table we can just, like, slot ourselves in? There is one that's kind of in the far left corner. There's none right by the door. Okay, but we'd still be able to see Scriv. You can still see Scriv. A little tricky because there's so many people in here, but... Okay, Akiva, how about we go sit over there? Yeah, sure thing. I'll say that to Scriv as we trot off. I nod, just trying to read what the conversation is saying. So you get from Orle just a couple of brief comments of, Okay, um, well, I'm going to be sad that you're going to be gone for so long, but I'll try and still get you the, the work. And I take a seat further away and knock on the bar and wave. You get there as... Well, he's like, all right, well, um, let me know as soon as you get back, I guess. Always looking for, for how I can help. And when you knock on the bar, she looks like, Scriv! And she turns back over and says, ah, talk to you later. And the tiefling woman gets up, looks over at you. She's actually fairly old tiefling woman. Short, kind of uh, cropped straight gray hair, brown eyes, uh, smooth purplish skin. She's about 5'10". Fairly simple, plain clothes. Looks at you and just kind of nods politely and begins to walk out of the bar and towards the door. I was going to assess her, but I've decided I'm going to go with read moods instead. I suppose actually I get a one word summary of the emotional state of up to six creatures. So I'm going for Orle, the patron lady, and then the people that are between us and Scriv. So kind of like in a, in a line. Four random creatures. Uh, whoever's like between us and him just to get an idea like, are they super hostile? Because I'd like to know that ahead of time. Orle, as you're doing this, seems excited. The tiefling woman looks concerned. Overall, between the four different people that you're kind of seeing, you get a mixture of a sense of, like, cautious and wary. That's not ideal. Okay. I will do the mental thing to open the channel to Akiva and be like, Orle seems excited, which is good. That tiefling seems concerned for some reason, which makes me a little nervous. And everyone else that I was able to read seems wary. So let's just stay on our toes. Want me to Eldritch Blast them all? Gosh, no. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> we'll just be alert. I, I want this all to just be you know, a uh, pleasant moment. So we'll just sort of um, keep an eye out. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh right, we should probably also talk out loud a little bit about normal stuff so we don't seem like weirdos. I don't know what you mean. So uh, we will chit-chat about shopping at Orenthal. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one shop. I really liked their shelving layout. Yeah. You've lived around here for quite some time. You must know shops. Yeah, we try to keep it really, really boring. So no one will have any interest in eavesdropping. They will just ignore us. I mean, you can tell some people are trying to listen in, but most of them over time, like, start to look away. Yes. Okay, good. And that one shop had mahogany. Orle hops down after uh, the tiefling woman leaves, and she scurries over to you, Scriv, and... Goes to give you a hug. Give a hug back. It's like, oh, come on, sit, 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 sit. I sit. Um, she runs around the bar and grabs a couple of mugs and comes back over with some ale and then puts one up for you and one for her. It's like, so glad you were able to 
to come see me by yourself. It's good to catch up when it's just the two of us. Yeah, uh, we're going to be leaving town soon. Wanted to see you one last time. Are you coming back soon? Is it going to be a lot longer till I get to see you? Probably three, four days, I hope. I don't know. It depends on how things go outside of town. Okay. Well, where, where are you going? Can I ask? Is it okay? Some small town uh, to the south, I think. I haven't traveled that much, well, anywhere but east of here. I mean, you came here. That's a big change from home. Yeah, but this is where I can actually make some money. Yeah, was that a friend of yours? Yeah, that was um, Dem- Demise. Demise. Yeah, I told her about her last time. She works for Kendral. Right. She's the go-between, yeah. Everything all right with them? Yeah, she's apparently gonna go, like, visit her sister, she said. Oh. Yeah, said her sister's hasn't responded for the past couple of letters. Oh, that's not good at all. Where's the sister? I mean, if I hear something, I could at least... Well, her sister also works for Kendral, so she's hoping to go and try and get in touch with Kendral and see if he's heard from her. I don't know. Okay. Well, is there a name? I can keep an ear to the ground, at least. I didn't ask. Oh. I just talked about her sister. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's just your associate, whatever, but... She's the one that I tend to give all my artwork to, and then she gives it to Kendral, and then he gives her money, and then the money comes to me. So it just links that way. Oh, all right. Yeah. But no, you didn't... Okay, so we didn't get really a chance to talk a lot yesterday. I mean, we talked a lot about, you know, what you've been since you left Veripol, but you you were in the city for a while, and you did the competitions, and what else have you been doing in here? Because I like you said you've been here for a few days. Yeah, no, I uh, just... Uh, my friends have family in town, so we went to go talk with them, and we walked around, and we shopped for a bit, and I got to go to the Temple of Adar and do some studying. Oh, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, it was really nice. There's a lot of older books there, and of old ruins, and I mean, there's some stuff going on there, but uh, you don't want to hear about that. I No, I just, okay, so... I'm always fascinated by the ruins and the stuff you collected. I've always been interested in that type of stuff. That's why I had you, like, take me down when we were younger. And also to practice all my art, because the ruins were amazing. And I thought I could just... Oh, speaking of which. And she kind of reaches into a pack that she has and pulls out a crow's mask. That was Valen's mask. And she turns around. Instead of the very simple, plain design, you now see that the beak has this gold color to it. There's red lining around where the eyes are. Orlay, this is beautiful. Yeah, I tried to make it look more like actual feathers from the eyes, and you can see the design. It's a little bit rough, but it's it's looks like feathers. Nice. Here. I don't know when you're going to see your friend next, but you know he had the big ceremony and whatever it was that happened to him during that ceremony. Yeah, that was certainly different. I mean, I'd been to one or two things from uh, from Dad, but nothing like that. I've never seen it. <laughs> so that was new. That was different. I'm assuming they're not all like that. No, I don't think they are. He said that everything was okay. Okay, good. I mean, if you're interested in all that, I know that the Church of Adar is always open if you wanted to start doing studying there. I mean, that would be interesting. I do have to ask, though, there was... I mean, that was the royal cleric that was there too, right? Yeah. Do you know him? Because he nodded to you guys, like, with recognition. Or I think it was to you guys. I'm assuming it was to you guys. He... I mean, uh, I don't know him know him we just worked with somebody who knew somebody who knew the royal cleric so okay she's looking around a little bit orlay what, what are you thinking 
No, 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 no. Just how do you feel about, you know, nobility in Orenthal? When I first came here, I thought that they were all bad, period. I mean, for goodness sake, the royal cleric in that entire area is lined with mithril on the walls. And then I talked to a couple of them, and I mean, they're people just like anyone else. They're people, right? Individual people are okay? Yeah, but overall, I, I don't know. I haven't spent much time dealing with the nobility and the structures. I was talking with my friend, and she said that like there's ways to advance in the city, but it just feels like one big game. Yes, a game. And, you know, sometimes as, you know, people, you know, specific people in general can be good people, right? Yeah. But the nobility kind of keep... Don't you feel like maybe because it's a game? And if the nobility are the ones that run the game, is that not unfair to most people? Because then they can't really play fair. Because they have fewer pieces. Yeah. So she leans in real close now. So I'm I'm working with some people and we're trying to... I mean, you've seen the low hills. They don't take care of people here. Yeah, I know. We want to try and get more voice. And, you know, with nothing, you know, we're not trying to, like, do anything crazy. Just we want more voice, because the nobility has all the pieces. So we're trying to get more pieces, or at least, like, trying to get them to listen to us. I'm going to just kind of draw on the bar. So is this why you're working with the Shadow Wolves? She looks around again. Meanwhile, Belinda and Akiva. Didn't you love how lovely those price tags were written at that one shop? Very, very good font. And the penmanship was excellent. And their choice of ink? On point. Yeah, really made them stand out against the other shops. Back over to Orle and Scriv. Look, you know, I usually do artwork on ruins and all that, but I'd like to like use my art to send a message to nobility and pay more attention to us. I don't know if you can help with that at all. And I mean, the Shadow Wolves just want more, more representation. You know, they want to be heard. Okay, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I mean, to be honest, I'm going as part of this. She kind of like gets into this big, proud smile. So I'm going into like this special group for the Shadow Wolves to do some more like quiet type of, you know, help for them. Help. Yeah, I'm trying to help them out because, you know, most of the Shadow Wolves are not. She looks around again, kind of sheepishly. They're not very smart. But I'm good at getting into places and moving about things and much more intelligent than most of the other members. So by delivering focus and using my art to help get them to pay attention to us, I'm hoping to change the minds of the individual nobility that you talked about that are good people. Because I'm sure you've seen some of the bad, right? Yeah, it's been different seeing people act. People don't change what they're like here. They kind of just settle into what they do. And I want to change that. We shouldn't have to settle into have a bunch of people here and just constantly live in this terrible state. Like, I, I have no problem working, and neither does anyone else here, but no matter how much they work, they're not going to get the jobs that pay more coin because either they're going to risk their lives and potentially be killed or have be locked up in jail because they have to commit a crime, or just, in general, people look down on people from the low hills. But if we get more nobles backing us... But what does that mean? I mean, you're going to be breaking in, but is it just going to stop at 
painting a mural declaring the Shadow Wolves' intent, or are they going to coerce people? We want them to meet with us and talk with us on even ground, on even footing, so we can get what we're looking for and help promote the common person in the city. And not just, like, the common, the poor. Like, we help eat everybody out. Tony? Yeah. Is there any way I can realize the nature of the organization in Ornthal? Like, say, who owns the Low Hills? Would that be would that be a longer-term, like, investigation that I would have to do? If you're looking for very specific individuals that would take you an investigation over a course of a long time, you could ask Belinda... You know her mother is General of Orenthal, and there are basically five main generals of the Vremer Empire, each of them taking one of the cardinal directions, essentially, and Orenthal. So if I were to ask a question like, who owns the Low Hills as a district? In general, usually one of the eight noble houses owns, or rather, helps to run the different districts. You can roll a history check. 16 to history. Overall, most things in terms of the Governing of various towns and various leaderships uh, go to the Bucktons, which is the second highest noble family under the royal family. Some of the focus for specific, like, day-to-day type of governing, you also get the Burdir, which are mostly half-elves, and they are the sixth noble family. They deal with the more average type of thing in terms of running the low hills. The Bucktons and the Badirs. It's like, look, we're just trying to get whatever nobles we can on our side. If we can get the Burdiers, that's great! But even if we can't get the one specifically running the Low Hills, we want to try and make sure that other nobles are paying attention to us. I mean, you talked about, you know, the royal cleric. He's a Nathandom, right? Maybe he'd be more on our side. I don't know about that. It seems like his dad's more in charge. Well, then maybe we send a message to his dad saying like, hey, you need to listen to us. Is it just a mural, or are you breaking in and vandalizing and hurting these people. Oh no, I would never hurt anybody. You wouldn't. I would never hurt anybody. And she just, she has like the most serious expression you've ever seen from her. Is like, I would never hurt anybody. I believe you. Listen, I'm trying to help. So most of what this particular branch of the Shadow Wolves, she kind of leans in and whispers again, that I'm joining is about making change for the Shadow Wolves, just quietly and on a one-on-one focus. If you can convince enough of the nobility on your side, it's subtle. It means that there isn't bloodshed in the streets. Right. And if we can do it peacefully, that's better, right? Yeah. But you know if it goes wrong, they're going to come back against you guys hard. It'll just be me. That surprises me. If I'm the one sneaking in, I'm the one that will take responsibility. If I get caught if you get caught, and how does that not sound like they're trying to make you a scapegoat? We're all trying to just do a good job. Then I hope it works out. Above all else, just stay safe, okay? I'm not asking you to jump in and help, but if you know anything, like that's why I asked you about the royal cleric, if you can help, you know, maybe me to meet with him, or if you know anything, anything you can do to help, just not putting yourself at risk. Just let me know. At some point. It doesn't- not now, you can- go and think about it and come back and talk to me later, but just I'm gonna throw up the telepathic hand signal. I'm trying not to, like, stare, but glancing over, so yeah, I'll I'll look. Okay, I'll open the telepathic connection. So how's it going, buddy? She wants to help the people in the city. 
Help out. But Linda, is it possible for one person to change the course of Orenthal? Just change the way that things are? We were talking about it before, about how the city is not really doing much for the people in the low hills. And there are people with their rules and places, but... Positively, I would say 100% not. Negatively, yes. But people have tried before. You know, it's been like this for since the cataclysm. Things get a little better. But it's too slow. It's a complex system. Change takes time. It takes effort. It takes money. And it takes buy-in from powerful people. And from my experience, the best intentions don't always end up with the best results. Look at what happened to me. Yeah. You're right. If I think of something, then I'll do my best. But uh, I don't think I can help right now. Okay, please. Anything you can do to, to help would be a major change. I'm just... She kind of goes shoulder slumps. Look, back in... Back in Veripool, you know what my life would have been like. It would have been working either in the silversmith or maybe for my brother. Farming or cousin at an inn. But Veripool's got your dad. He's done a lot of good. I want to do something. And part of it, you know what? Maybe I'm selfish. I want to be remembered. So if you do think of anything... And she kind of like puts her hands on yours a little bit. Just please. just I can use all the help I can get. I'm doing a job for someone. An information broker. You don't have to give me an answer now, but if there's one question that you need it answered, think about what it would be. Okay. I will think about something. Anyway, I probably left my friends waiting for too long. We have to go and... They're in the low hills? Yeah, you might want to... Well, well, uh, you have the big guy too, so he should be fine. Oh, no, he left as soon as that whole thing happened. So, yeah, I should probably go and get my friends. Yeah, you do that. Give her a big hug. Big hug. And she actually, like, gives you a soft low kiss on the cheek. Alright, well, please come see me again when you get a chance. Will do. Oh, and uh, I also wrote to your family and told them that you were still alive. Good! Um, I should probably do that more. Yeah, go and stop by Henrietta's. I gave her shop as a forwarding address. Gotcha. Okay, so I'll go see Henrietta and, I guess, talk to her for a little bit. Yeah. See ya. Bye. So, it's been about an hour. I do the thing. I'm ransacking her mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain what the ability does. Okay, so I have to concentrate to probe her mind. She has to be within 30 feet of me. I have to be able to see her. She makes three int saves, and I learn information based on the number of saves that she fails. For one failed save, I get key memories for 12 hours, two failed saves, 24, three failed saves, 48 hours. Out of three saves, she failed once. I mean, to her, one of her key memories is she added to the artwork in the building. Part of the problem is she was asleep for about maybe a little less than half this time. Eventually you do get, she finds a, a letter that says, I must discuss something with you in person. And it is signed, spelled D-E-M-I-S-E. Demise. Demise, that was the pronunciation we know. To which fast forward, you see the tiefling woman uh, that she was meeting with beforehand, to which you hear a voice Yes, so I must be going to visit Kindral. I have not heard from my sister in quite some time, and I am getting concerned. You understand, uh, your payment will be as usual. Every two ten day, you provide me with the artwork as requested. It's like, uh, yeah, of, of course, you know, I will get everything set up, the usual thing. Yeah, it's no problem. I'm happy to help. <laughs> So, is your sister okay? Like, what was the last thing you heard? Like, uh, don't worry about my sister. I will 
find out. I'm sure she is fine. I will go see Kindral, and if anything, he will come and give you the payment himself as you give him your work. I guess I'll see you or him in about six days? Yes. As promised, that is when the payment will arrive. Okay, just wanted to double check. I am trying to, to see if I can, you know, do some, some bigger art in, like, the Noble District, in the Regent's Seat place, like... Fast forward! <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, sorry, my friend's here. Hi, Scriv! Uh, just go about your day. You know what we discuss. Uh, yeah, uh, no problem. Then she gets up and leaves. I've also now seen this tiefling from Orlay's eyeballs. Yes. Does she happen to look like another tiefling? Roll and intelligence? Okay, just a straight intelligence check. To see if you can detect, like, familiarity based off of your memory. 15. Could there be a family connection here? Because I have made a tiefling go missing recently, and there's a tiefling missing a tiefling, so it just seems like that could be, um... You recall that Faithfulness had kind of silky purplish skin? An older tiefling woman. Demise also has smooth purplish skin. There are similarities. Uh, Demise is taller and bigger, but there are similarities in the appearance. But you're not sure 100% if this is just like they're necessarily related? I guess I want to clarify, there's nothing that rules out them being related. As of right now, no. There's nothing that rules out that they're related. Good to know, because I now know that there's a missing sister because I saw that memory and everything. Okay, so I will then disconnect. Belinda, having used this for the first time, you've seen individual memories before, it's briefly overwhelming to get an entire memory during and knowing the time frame during the same time that you have actually already experienced your own memories elsewhere. Do I get a nosebleed? Like No nosebleed. It's just it's just one of those like weird disconnects you get. But at least I'm not in the memory, so I'm not seeing myself. Um, there are brief points during like the conversation with Scriv that you do, like your vision rapidly turns left and right, which was Orle looking around. Uh, but at no point during that could you tell that Orle saw you guys were even there? And then I'll return to the conversation with Akiva. What's Akiva saying? What I kind of like. And then they threw me out of that shop. And then we went to the other one. And then there was that shop. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You've uh, you've made a lot of friends here at Orenthal. Yeah. Scriv's uh, getting up. Scriv, you're walking back towards the front. And you do see that your friends are over in the far corner. And I just leave because I know they will follow. We follow. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Have a great day.